With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, we're sorry, your console is in another castle. So long, long cat. Oh, higher risk of selfie death. <laughs> Drawn and quartered Armstrong. Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> a tough one to say drawn oh sorry you did that two yeah. old men order an xbox i don't like flip floppy no guatemalans were harmed in the making of this episode william shatner is ready sandblasting the fence with the puppy don't take selfies near waterfalls nine minus three is still six a cross between the russian and the bad pasty british bodies <laughs> it's like a fist bump between his legs jury duty and more on this episode of the morning stream. You know who I'm a big fan of is uh, Billie Eilish. Yeah, I like those songs. Those are good songs. I thought she was a lot older because, you know, a couple Google searches of some inappropriate things, you know, makes me, makes me lose my family, makes me lose my professional bowling career. But hey, what can I say? I'm the bad guy. Look closely, Skeletor. Look at my sword. How about a booby? You know the guy's got talent. This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for September 22nd, 2020. It is Xbox Series S and X Day. We hope you get your console is what we hope. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I For whatever reason, they're not showing up. We were talking about this pre-show, but uh, this is supposed to be the day where Amazon, Newegg, um, a couple other retailers, GameStop, a few others are supposed to have them listed at 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific, and they're not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Uh, maybe it's cached. Like, I've never done, like, a day one thing like this yeah, yeah, with Amazon, so I don't know how they do it. So, whatever they do, it ain't working. <laughs> Here's what usually happens. Oh, we put it up 15 minutes late. Oh, it's sold out two minutes later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Sony one was a mess. This will probably be a mess. It's just the way of the world. Yeah. Uh, good luck, everybody, trying to grab I imagine. That. I imagine there's going to be people who wanted the, wanted the PS5 who didn't get one and said, all right, well, I'll just do the uh, Xbox. So like all of their energy is shifting over to, um, to getting the Xbox one. Yeah. It's entirely know. possible, uh, that there, <laughs> some people have been turned, uh, as yes, a result. Exactly. Just, just because of availability, like, all right, I'm switching now. Yeah. <laughs> I was all PS five. Didn't get one. Now I'm all Xbox. There's the, uh, official Xbox site, which is currently not loading for me. So, uh, mm. Well, Seems like maybe go. they're getting piled on there just a little bit. Probably. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good times. Oh, I got a pre-order link. All right, hold on. We're going to do this live on the show. <laughs> Making a business investment here. All right. My accountant said you need to spend some business money. I'm going to do it right now. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. It's slow. It's just slow. That means everyone's here. Okay. Oh, Xbox consoles. Here we go. We're, lear- we're doing it. The F- Xbox Series X is where I'm heading. Okay, I'm clicking, Brian. I'm clicking. Uh huh. And we're waiting. We're waiting. (laughs) (laughs) 
such a <laughs> today on TMS, two old men order an Xbox. Yeah, it's really <laughs> horrendous content, but here we are. Uh, wow, make you wait. Okay, I don't want to see the specs. You don't need to sell me. I already know what I want to do. Okay, there it is. Let's just stand alone, this bastard. Oh, I have to select a retailer. Really? Oh, who's okay. gonna be? Which one? Which one will it be? Yeah, which one will it be? Let's let's see what they give me here. Best Buy, Target, Ant Online. Who the hell is that? Okay, well, okay. Let's let's see what we got. Sorry, the page you've requested cannot be found. Well, yep, that's how it goes when you're trying to do a thing and it doesn't work. Oh <laughs> boy, that is really great. Okay, well. That didn't go well. Uh, not going to worry no. about it. We're going to do a show. Okay. Welcome to the show, everybody. Works for me, yes. Let's do a show instead. <laughs> Let's do a instead show. Instead of shopping. <laughs> Let's do a show instead of online shop. All right? Um, okay. Oh, so, so Brian, as you know, we're hurtling toward the end of September. It's almost time to That's wake right. up Billy Joe Armstrong. Not not Billy Joel Armstrong. No. I, I was not very careful this time. Now. Very careful. Uh, he's sleeping. He said, wake him up right as it ends. So we, we got he some time, but just someone get ready to wake him up. It's, uh, it's great when you see the, the, the green days go into hibernation. Oh, and, I know. Uh, right. You know, oh, it's going to be an early, early spring. Is that what it means? I'm, I've, I've never clear on what it <laughs> depends on if he sees his shadow or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have a song about shadows. If they did, that'd be great. They'd that would be really funny. No, I mean, yeah. they probably do. They probably have a song that mentions it. Yeah. We just don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so as that happens, we enter into October soon. That's how the math works. And uh, uh -huh. toward the end of October, literally the last day of October, we will celebrate some semblance of Halloween this year. And it'll probably right. be weird and different. We've talked about it a bit on the show, and we got a listener who wrote in because they had some thoughts. So uh -huh. we were basically, you and I are basically like, yeah, probably not going to see a lot of trick-or-treaters. This is going to be yeah. real weird and blah, blah, blah. We're buying candy, uh, but none, none of us have kids in the house that are that are trick-or-treat age, or else this would probably be something, we, something we'd be thinking more about. We're going to have candy ready, at the ready, to, to hurl vigorously at <laughs> trick-or-treaters. Yeah, I'm going to throw uh, it as they run past and try to hit them. <laughs> it's a mini-game yes. now. It's going to be fun. Perfect. Uh, Tyler wrote in. He said this, CDC or treat was a subject. I like that. says, I was listening to the TMS show 1989 regarding the Halloween decorations. I'd like to pose a question. What about trick-or-treating uh, is necessarily against the CDC guidelines? It takes place outdoors, typically in small family-based units on a sidewalk where you can be socially distant, where you feel the most comfortable. The standard attire includes masks and gloves, which can be amended uh, given the circumstances, candy is purposely distrib distributed or distributed in individually wrapped packages and they are sealed at the factory for safety. Those packages can be wiped down as soon as you do, uh, just as you do your groceries or items that were sent through the mail or left to quarantine for a few days until the virus is dead. Dead, he says. <laughs> uh, my wife and I were having the Halloween discussion and while she is against going, I think it's important for the kids and it can be done safely. Curious to hear your thoughts, and for the record, I am just a dad whose 11 and 16 year old daughters love Halloween, not necessarily a conservative. He quote unquote, because he's throwing, he's, he's putting that he's, at you. He's throwing back to me because I said, well, <laughs> conservatives will be here uh, <laughs> for candy or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that, that's kind of funny. Um, I anyway, said it somewhat joking, but I kind of said it somewhat. Sure, sure, sure. Know. No, I get you. Um, <laughs> he goes on to say, uh, so he added to this later. It says a later reply. So he came back to the email. Um, Let's see. Uh, uh, no harm, no foul. I'm generally interested in you guys' thoughts, and I will tune in on Thursday. 
Yeah. Uh, if your kids were trick or treating age, what would uh, why would or what what would change about your opinion and why? My youngest uses cosplay and costume designs as her method of artistic expression. So events like conventions or Halloween are important to her. Uh, with everything else going on, I'm convinced it's important to keep some traditions alive for the kids somehow. Okay. Right. Now, clearly we know that he's got like an 11, 16-year-old. We know that the 16-year-old will go out with a group of friends at 9 o'clock, not wearing costumes, and kind of just go around house by house and collect any leftover candy. People are just like, oh, fine, just take the whole rest of the Yeah, board. and the people at the door are going to say, oh, what are you supposed to be? <laughs> I'm a teenager. Exactly. It's my own costume. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, um, well, no, and everything he describes, right? Like yeah. the fact that the candy is individually wrapped, the fact that it's families walking together and staying together it's just the coming up to the door and getting candy means getting within the six foot radius right right? for you know for for both me handing out the candy and the kid coming up and asking for the candy um which are specific cdc uh, guidelines that six foot thing is a is one of those so speaking to that's that's a cdc guideline the ever-changing cdc yeah the evolving (laughs) floating (laughs) oh we posted a draft whoops we didn't mean to (laughs) right exactly um but everything else about that about it is you know is is um cdc friendly right the uh yeah the They've been seeing some things online with people making. There's one actually somebody just put in the um, chat room. Mm. Martin, Ohio dad creates viral candy shoot. I don't think <laughs> I don't think the word viral should be used in this context. Yeah, viral candy shoot. <laughs> that seems like the wrong term. Anti-viral candy shoot. Yeah. Let's let's maybe change that. News five. Yeah. But um, uh, but yeah, the shoot. the way like I saw somebody make a really cool. PVC pipe with a skull on the end, and the the candy like kind of pukes out the the skull's mouth into Ooh, the kid's bag. They hold it there. I love that. It, that's a great idea. It, it's so cool looking. Uh, well, and that's I was going to say because I yeah. While you're looking that up, I want to. I think yeah. I'm. I think I'm with this dude. Yeah. Um. Now there're going to be some people who are like, doesn't matter, no risk, I'm not going, and and they're and uh-huh. that's fine. That's totally fine, but. He's right on most of these points. The only point that I would have a problem with is that Brian's right about the proximity when you go to the door. Mm-hmm. And not every kid's going to know to stand back and not every kid is going to wear a mat. And like, it's going to be a complication. It's not like everybody's doing the same thing. And also not every door is going to have a cool viral candy shoot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so that's I know where what it they're gets going screwed. for using the word viral there, but it's absolutely the wrong time to use that word. Yeah, it's just the wrong choice. But the, yeah, here you go. You put I put it in the uh, in our Discord oh, uh, chat. I want to see this. Okay, so oh, that's great. Isn't that awesome? That's so great. Oh my gosh! All right, chat room yeah. here. For those who can't click themselves, I'm going to open this up for you. And that link is actually the instructions on how to make it. Um, oh, so you can make your own. Yeah. Oh, From you, Wicked oh, Makers. Yeah, look at this. This is really, really great. Like, If they're not from Boston, then they really should not be using the term Wicked Makers. I know. It feels <laughs> like it's almost illegal what they're doing. <laughs> so a lot of PvP, uh, PVC rather pipe. <laughs> PvP pipe. Player versus player pipe. Um, and they uh, they built a cool thing, and it's rad. Yeah, now, the problem yeah. is not everyone's going to have one of these. So, so basically, you're right, and also it's complicated. 
is what yeah, I would say to that exactly. guy. Exactly. I mean, I, I think that I think that there are easy ways around it. I mean, you could go get. You don't have to decorate a whole PVC pipe to look like a skull. You can have some fun with it and just get a regular PVC pipe, not decorate it, and just like, okay, kids, put your bag underneath there. Shoom, 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 you know, drop the little Snickers down, uh, down that. I mean, that's kind of fun. That's Everyone's wearing cool. a mask anyway because it's Halloween, yeah. so that's cool. Problem is, you got like you know, old man Wilson up the road. 62 60 let's say he's 65 65 year old guy and he's yeah. like i love giving candy but i'm not doing shit about blah, 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 blah. so you go to his house and he just wants to like have you come to the door he wants to throw it at you like i don't know like i feel like if everybody had some good ideas on how to keep the candy out there and one of the options by the way before anyone says it is not to have the bowl just out on the porch somewhere because mm-hmm. kids oh, yeah. will take the first it kid will take the whole thing yes yeah. these are kids <laughs> we're talking about so yes. anyway, it's like, all right, achievement unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can go home and start eating Yeah, the other. And, and, and here's the other issue um, from the other perspective. Let's say you are going to take your kids out. You have a very small idea of who's open to it. So you're not mm-hmm. going to know where to go unless there's a pre-planned sort of event, sort of parking lot thing or something. You're going to have to guess as to which doors to knock on or not because i think it's still the rules apply of like if the porch lights on then then come and get candy is that the understood thing still to people i think it is yeah exactly all right and what we may do is um what what day does it fall on oh it falls on a saturday night oh man i'm seeing fire pit with the crazy neighbors next door in my future and then we'll uh then we'll set up the pvc pipe business out there they don't even have to come well they can stay on the sidewalk and we'll just like Fire it down the chute. I'm gonna make a really kick-ass 3D printed. <laughs> Is it bad that I want to have a series of pneumatic tubes, kind of like the bank has? I want to do that. <laughs> shunk, shunk. I just have it. I can do it from anywhere. Just be like a mile away. Some of sure the door. Put the pen back in there. <laughs> <laughs> Send a sucker back with a pen. <laughs> right, exactly. You yes. forgot to put the account number. Yeah, I could totally have some fun with that. Uh, but yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh, you know, like. Part of me is like, yeah, dude, you take your kids and let's see what they what what happens. But also, I just don't know how fun it's going to be for them because I think there are a lot yeah, of houses just going to be straight up shut down, and I think it's just going to be weird. And you know what? It's also kind of a bummer because I love looking at kids' costumes every year, right? Yeah. I like seeing, oh my god, you know, this is something like uh, that I didn't think somebody would come up with as a costume, some meme that came out this year, and somebody mm-hmm. made a costume out of it. Yeah, and, uh, I agree. Um, I love that. Uh, I do too. That's we got a bunch of know. cool kids in our neighborhood, and they I've uh, taught some of them some art classes, so I know them. And so when they come to the door, I want to be able to go, "Oh my gosh, it's little Billy or whatever his name is underneath that uh, yeah. Doctor Doom mask or whatever." I'm gonna miss that. It's gonna yeah, suck totally. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. We'll see how it all f- goes. I would love it if Tyler wrote in after and tell us how it went. That'd be cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, if it went well for you and uh, yes you guys are all right in the chat this was a great opportunity for us to use the lava tubes uh, thing so I'm going to play it <laughs> alright there you go oh did you hear that? Did that I didn't hear it no that's alright oh you know what I have it running through the <laughs> you know, I, know I, I know I know what Ernie Hudson sounds yeah, like yeah Ernie Hudson and his and his wily ways here now okay. I, now that I'm here I may as well just do this All right. lava tubes there you go enjoy ah fantastic by the way Dice Tomoto says how many co- uh, coronavirus costumes do you think you'll see this year oh gosh yeah it's gonna be you know kids with what garbage bags inflated up and uh, decorated with little little triangles on sticks it's like gonna a little be the- uh, p- purple ball nubules yeah, yeah. 
That'll be great. Actually, yeah. let's predict. What do you think? With whatever limited what stuff happens, hot? yeah. What's the hot thing this year? Do you think? See, I feel like I could I could pull off a great uh, um, Doctor Bricks. Uh, mm. the, you know, just scarf and a wig and. Uh... Oh yeah, <laughs> the kids love Doctor Bricks. We <laughs> love Doctor Bricks. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's their hero right now. Um, That's right. Oh, Tiger King. There's going to be a lot of Carol Baskins. Oh, yeah, Carol Baskins and and uh, Joe Exotics. I think are going to be huge. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. I think that's probably true. I'm trying to think what else. A lot of Mandalorians, maybe. Um, right. That's right. Yeah, you'll see parents who are the who are the Mandalorian with uh, their kid as the baby Yoda. Yeah, a little baby Yoda with them. I'm trying to yes. think what else happened, like pop culture wise. D- seriously, does it not feel like Tiger King was a year ago? Well, <laughs> it was just earlier this summer. We're right? getting there. No, that was like that was uh, March. So we're. We're closer to, to a year on that than we are from it, right? Wait. March is the third month. We're in the ninth month. That is nine minus three is six so we're my si- count. So we're six months away. Wait. <laughs> Wait. So it's been nine months since Tiger King is what I'm saying. No, it's if it was March, that's oh, the been, third it's, month. It's been we're six months. We're in September, since... which is the ninth month. Right. Oh, right. So Nine so, minus three is still six. Yeah. <laughs> six months ago, we... <laughs> Half a year is what I'm saying. Doesn't it feel like it was a year ago? And obviously it does. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't. My time's all messed up. I can't. Yeah, think March twentieth, it came out, and uh, it's it's only uh, six months and two days since since Tiger King. Well, since we're talking about dumb things to stream, let's talk about something good to stream. This, uh, <laughs> okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, not going to be one of my recommendals this week. I actually have a couple recommendals uh, and we'll see if i use both of them or if i save one but um uh the rhythm section which is a 2020 movie that uh stars Bre- uh, blake lively and jude law jude law who we haven't seen in years it feels like and anything new um and it's kind of like a uh, uh a thriller uh chase spy kind of stuff not spy but um basically a, a woman is trying to get retribution for the plane crash that killed the rest of her family after she found out it was um a terrorist attack oh my and um and so she goes on the hunt for the person that caused it and uh it's 99 cents right now on um uh apple tv presumably amazon i think usually when it's 99 cents in one place it's 99 cents everywhere which is great and that means that because i rented it and watched it last night uh, in a week, it'll be on HBO Max. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, just in time, Brian. You'll, you'll get right. that thing exactly. right away. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. It, it, so let me ask you this. This isn't the same thing. It's, as better, it's better than the 28% Rotten Tomatoes rating that you're probably looking at right now. Oh, I hadn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, that is low. Look at that. Yeah, it is low. But Tina and I both said, eh, probably like a um, like 60. We'd give it a 60. It seems like he's spent most of his time over at hbo he did that young pope thing and then he did uh that's what somebody said yeah is that i didn't see any of that so i didn't realize he was uh he what was, was the that. other thing he's got a new thing on hbo a new limited series that just started oh really um yeah. forgot what it's called it looks like a psychological thriller to me so i can't tell what that is so maybe you'll get more jude law on hbo than you accounted for in that thing maybe much more jude law okay. the law the rhythm section the Check rhythm it. section 99 cents yeah. not bad you know what? Worth ninety nine cents. Would I would I have felt as good if I paid uh, twenty bucks to see in the theater? 
for the two of us, meh, maybe not. But uh, yeah. a little less so, um, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, but uh, for ninety nine cents, totally, totally worth it. When it shows up uh, for free stream, free quote unquote free streaming. Now, and, this next uh, thing we're going to talk about is a bummer because I'm supposed to have a box of this stuff too, and we thought it was oh. at the PO box, and we went over to get it, and it was something else. And so oh. we still don't know where our box is, but Kim really wants to try this stuff. So, so Brian, tell me how the Kawaha coffee is. Are we saying it Kawaha, right? Kawaha, and I said it wrong. I, I typed it in wrong. It's Kahawa. Kahawa. I, I flip-flop the W and the H. I don't Kahawa like flip-floppy. Roasting Company. Oh, there, there is their little sticker that they also sent. Yeah. Um, sent over a bunch of bags of coffee and... Uh, uh, and a nice card, Stephen. Big thanks to Stephen at Kahawa. Mm-hmm. I did spell it right on the underline. I didn't. I did it. I spelled it wrong on the headline. Mm. <laughs> but big thanks to Stephen for sending this over. I'm enjoying some single source Guatemalan right now, and it's excellent. Um, Guatemalan beans, right? <laughs> Guatemalan beans. Not an actual Guatemalan. Nobody was. It is injured. not an actual Guatemalan. Okay. <laughs> just making when sure. I, you know, we don't want. When I have the Colombian, I'll make sure to to clarify that I'm not. Just drinking ground up Colombian person. Now this is a good uh, this is a good kind of fan service because they make really great coffee. I can't wait for. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a coffee drinker, but Kim is super stoked to try this stuff and uh, should be should have been here. I don't know what's going on. I got to talk to them and just see if maybe something got lost in the mail. Uh, mail's weird right oh. now, anyway. So we'll see. Curtis but, uh, A says um, that, or Curtis A says that's the Arabic word for coffee, kahawa, which is interesting because I would have guessed it was Hawaiian. So yeah, I was thinking, oh wow, you know, I'm surprised there's not a Kona in this uh, in this box. But, yeah, that does not so look Kahala like a. is the uh, Arabic word for coffee. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, I've never. I, so when I worked for that Arabic guy, um, mm-hmm. he never said the word coffee, or else I would have known this. Maybe. Yeah, but maybe. he's the one that would always say, "Askad, Askad, you work at the midnight." That's that guy. <laughs> you work at the midnight on a weekend. Mid- you work at the midnight. Yeah, he couldn't say nice. midnight. It had to have an extra syllable in it. It's almost it's almost Italian. You know, it's almost uh, John Lithgow in uh, <laughs> Buckaroo Banzai, oh, <laughs> which man. was like a cross between Russian and Italian. And just bad. Uh, and just bad, yeah, yes. There's a little Sorry. bit of bad in there. One third bad, for sure. You were you were much better when you were telling kids not to dance in your town. <laughs> you were that same year, in fact. <laughs> yep. Which blows my freaking mind. Like, to me, those those movies look like they should be separated by uh, half a decade or more. For and sure. You, and yet, he is the uptight church, nobody can dance in my town guy at the same time that he's this weird... <laughs> Right, this uh, lizard alien leader, yeah. leader of the lizard aliens, even though he is not a lizard alien himself. Yeah, why they chose him, we'll never know. I don't know. Uh, okay, but anyway, big thanks to Stephen. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. You're you've made Brian's morning brew even morning brewier. Yes. Uh, we're gonna do. I think this. Where is it? You need to read this, sir. You need to read it now. Oh, okay. Well, it's oh, the news, geez. and it's brought to you by. Puppy diarrhea. Yes, puppy diarrhea when di- regular dog diarrhea just isn't enough. Right. So f- tiny, tiny story. Well, I'm done with uh, my coffee now. The pup, the puppy's been fine. It's, uh, uh, Ellen Ripley, the f- female dog. I guess. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't have to say female. But she's been fine for the most part, like super reliable. She's, um, you know, she's got a clockwork kind of thing happening with the the deal in the morning you get her up she immediately goes out and pees comes in the house eats and immediately goes out and poops but for some reason yesterday she decided to get up on the on the fence so that her back end and the fence are only an inch apart and then she just sandblasted it 
<laughs> with with puppy diarrhea. So oh no, yeah. So that was fun. I don't know what happened there, but uh, oh, this is a good time. Had fun cleaning that up. Thanks, yeah, Carter. Sure. Thanks for letting me clean up after your dog. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Let's get to some news here. Um, yes. I always like nudist beach stories, so we're going to start I with that. I know. I know. If there's a word nudist beach or or a nudist in the park that you know yells at people who look at them, yeah. whatever. If, it, if they're nudist, nudist is uh, just such a great term. Naked. Uh, yeah. Nude. I like nude. nude. Yeah. A boat full of migrants landed on a nudist beach, and naked sunbathers offered them a hot drink. Anyway, <laughs> why would you have a hot drink on your beach? That seems. I that don't weird? know if I take a hot drink from a nudist. I don't know why. I don't know what that. What, uh... <laughs> because you're going to spill it on your nudity, right? You're going to get hot drink on your. Oh nakedness. well, okay, yeah. So to be the nudist that offers the hot drink, that seems like an OSHA violation in and of itself. But, but uh, how'd you keep this thing warm? <laughs> I love the idea that OSHA. The idea that you can see OSHA going by there every six months just for a, like a surprise inspection. Right, just checking up on them like, oh, no, no, you can't serve anything over 100 degrees. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry when you lay down your, uh, your, these rocks are too close to your wiener. Please put those rocks <laughs> That's right. somewhere else. Anyway, around 80 nudists were on a pebbly Farlight Glen Beach near Hastings, East Sussex. So these were pasty British bodies. Pebbly Fairlight Glen Beach. Yeah, and they were pasty and Pebbly. And uh the nudists also were pebbly. What do you call on somebody's <laughs> face is all uh, uh oh. pockmarked? No. They say it a lot when uh, when they're like if you look at William Shatner, he's his face is oh. kind of uh, ready the word. Like ruddy, ruddy ruddy complexion. That's it, yeah. ruddy. I imagine just a bunch of naked, ruddy British people. <laughs> you know what I mean? We would have also accepted leathery. Uh... <laughs> Something about the word ruddy I like. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, this is on Monday morning. Dad of two, Jamie Apley, Anley, sorry, age 48, was on his first trip to the beach with his wife, Astrid. She's uh, age 52. Well, these people are probably just super hot. Um, they had, <laughs> I'm sure, yes. They had stripped off when, uh, or sorry, they had just stripped off when the dinghy containing Damn. ten men and a woman approached the shore. Oh, jeez. I don't like that ratio. <laughs> ten men and a woman in a dinghy. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, no, no specific. I'm not going to get specific, but I just don't like that ratio. It seems dangerous to me. Anyway, whatever. They had just stripped off. Oh, I already did that. Entrepreneur Jamie said it was a hilarious situation. I don't know why they're calling him an entrepreneur. <laughs> entrepreneur Jamie. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, right? Because uh, a couple cents ago, he was dad of two Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's his business, is, is making children. Yeah, he says this in a very British way. We were sat on our towels, and we noticed the boat. They had an, an engine on their dinghy, but they were paddling about 10 meters off the beach, probably thinking, what the hell is this? The beachgoers were very friendly. We offered the migrants drinks. Uh, they were aged about 17 to 45. Some of the men kept their heads down, but some had smirks on. Eyes up here. Eyes yeah. up here, migrant. Yep. Don't look down at this nightmare. Some of them were wearing leather jackets. Uh, they weren't dressed for the occasion, he says. In a very oh, pithy a British way, I'm sure. They were dressed for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're a little French now. I don't know why, but they're French. Oh, uh, it's kind of more of a John Cleese uh, chortle. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, let's see. The migrants dumped their boat filled with orange life jackets uh, at the beach and made off into the nearby woods. Beachgoers dragged it onto the rocks, and the police came a half hour later. Uh, Jamie, the Cranbrook Kent of Cranbrook Kent. Is this the same guy again? Yeah, but now he doesn't have a he doesn't have a uh, an adjective. Old anymore. Cranbrook Kent Jamie. Um, <laughs> he says you couldn't write it. Police turned up looking for migrants on a beach full of naked people. We were in disbelief at what was going on. My wiener awesome. moved. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing you don't want to find on a beach, I don't think. We haven't seen any migrants. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, listeners at home, hands out. You know, Hands out. Uh, uh, <laughs> thrust forward. <laughs> yep. Hello, police. Hello. Hello, policeman. <laughs> All right, uh, we got a story here about a woman who fell out of a car. So this is fun. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get too dark. Anyway, woman falls out of car and onto highway while filming a Snapchat video. You know, Snapchat. That's still a thing, yeah. and the kids are into it. Uh, this wouldn't happen if it was TikTok. No, it would have been. Yes, it would have. <laughs> uh, what's the difference between Snapchat and TikTok? Uh, TikTok would have. Uh, they would. The Chinese would know what you did. <laughs> there you go. Yes, that's what that's they say. Is that the Chinese would know? The Chinese would know. Yeah, I got bad news for everybody about almost every app you have. Mm-hmm. I think the mm-hmm. Chinese know. Everybody. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this woman fell out of a car on a busy highway while hanging uh, out the passenger window to film a Snapchat video. This, according to the UK police, the unnamed woman was dangling out the video on the M25 motorway south of London. Surrey police wrote on Twitter. Quote, it's only by luck oh. she wasn't seriously injured or killed, they said. It's all British today. Yeah, was very she, British today. Was she hanging out the passenger side of her best friend's ride, <laughs> trying to holler at me? Yes. <laughs> but she was the one with the eye patch, so she couldn't see very well. <laughs> nice. All rest, right. rest in peace. One eye. Or, what was her name? One eye? No. Oh, was she... She's yeah, no, she's died, fine. Right? She was not seriously injured or killed. No, no, no. The the girl in the oh, band Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Yeah. Yes, I always call her One Eye Lopez. It's Left. Oh, jeez. Although, why, why, why do does that. that sound so much worse than Left Eye? I don't know. Right? One Eye. Oh, One Eye Lopez over there. <laughs> like, a, she, like a prison name or something. She didn't have an actual like eye impediment, right? Like she just did that as a that was just her thing to wear a patch, right? Or did she could not? Did she have an eye problem? I jeez. I actually don't you know. What I uh <laughs> I was assumed it was just like, oh, this is her cool this is her signature cool thing. She just has a an eye patch to be cool, but maybe she had an actual like you know, severe early glaucoma in her left eye or something. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh no idea. Yeah. I'm looking know. I'm waiting for the chat room to to tell us if uh Oh, Gutters a tool said she has a lazy eye. Oh, really? was that what it was? Oh. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm curious about this whole thing. All right. <laughs> Remember that Lisa Lopez is spelled L O P E S, not L O P E Z. Oh, it's Lopez. 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 Yeah, because Lopez means you're almost out of the little square candies that go inside your Darth Vader head. That's Lopez. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. She she died like about a month before we went to. No, actually, like a couple of weeks before we went to the Honduras um, Roatan for vacation and so everyone was still talking about because she died in honduras and, oh right 
Oh, I didn't realize that was so close to that trip for you. It was like really close. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, super sad. Here. She was way too uh, young. Oh, was she like 20? Yeah. Does not look like there were any issues with her eye. I think it's all. It was all just for funsies. Just for just for funsies. All right. Well, she should still be around, and it bugs me that she died. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. She was. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Lopez was re- was uh, nicknamed Left Eye after a compliment from New Edition member Michael Bivens. New edition. Uh, cool it now. Who once told her that he was attracted to her because of her left eye, which was more slanted than the right eye. Uh, that sounds like a line to me. And uh, be, <laughs> I'm attracted uh, Lee, to Lopez your left eye. Lopez emphasized her nickname by wearing a pair of glasses with the right lens covered by a condom. Oh, that's right. It was a condom. Right. Right. Because they had. Because it was uh, Let's Talk About. Was that was that their song? Let's Talk About Sex? Sex were, they, were they early tracks? Or is that. Uh, let's Talk About You and Me. Or is that somebody else that I'm thinking of that did that I think song? That was them. I think it was them. Yeah. What was the one where uh, the waterfalls. Oh, that was them. Salt. That was Salt and Pepper. Oh, okay. was it? <laughs> no, Rainbow Bright says that was them. Well, but our chat room seems any, to not know what the hell any agreement. We have Salt and Pepper and. <laughs> I have no idea. It was Salt and Pepper. I would. I'm going to say that there are more Salt and Peppas. Yeah, Waterfalls was TLC. You know what I'd much rather say? What's salt that? and pepper. It, I don't salt, like pepper. Salt and pepper. Yeah, I'd rather say ah that. Uh, did you see the group Salt and Pepper? <laughs> I can't wait to go to the Fifty Cents concert. I think it's going to be great. Will kid and play be? I guess that one kind of works. <laughs> yeah, kid and play. Yeah. Get and a play. Yeah. I, uh, okay. So, by S- the way, everybody's spelling salt and pepper. Isn't it P E P A? Yeah. Right. Uh, all you people with the double P's. Come on now. Oh, yeah. I well, you, you wrong, you're, but you're not true fans. You're the worst kind of fans if you don't know there's only one P. <laughs> Get your P straight. That's right. Uh, anyway. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So she's a uh, pepper pig. She's, <laughs> she's, uh, Actually, you know what? Weirdly, I kind of like that Peppa Pig cartoon. It's totally for tiny kids. It's not even for like 10 years or whatever. It's for little kids. There's something so weird about it and so British about it that I... I know know, uh, Nicole likes it, that she watches it with uh, Ava and Mateo. Does does Van watch it? Uh, I think he's too young to care yet, but it seems like something he might like. So we'll see. Right now, he's just really into Disney... uh, any kind of Disney movies that have singing, he's really into. Hmm. So he'll cool. watch Moana over and over. He'll watch Mulan. He'll watch uh, uh, the, the the Hercules one called Hercules. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are others and the rest. All of those with the music <laughs> in them. He loves the singing. He loves the music. It's completely hooked on that. Oh, and Brave. Even though that's not a musical. He, oh. he lo- Well, it's a little bit music-y. But anyway, he loves Brave. Oh, man. That's cool. Can't that's get enough cool. of Brave. A- angry Scottish people uh, competing for the, the hand of the daughter of the king. That's He's into it. Anyway. What are we doing now? Rainbow, oh, yeah. This Rainbow night. Bright says, Ain't Too Proud to Beg was TLC. And I, I think that was the... Four top. No, that was the Temptations. <laughs> Ain't too proud to beg. What am I thinking? Yeah, it's of? a different song. This is a different I'm, song. I'm Joey. The, the the one I'm thinking of is Ain't too proud to beg, oh. sweet darling. Please don't leave me, darling. You yeah. Go. Oh, look at you. You're like it's like I'm at the be. Apollo right now. This is great. I know. <laughs> That's right. Except I'm. They're giving me the cane. I'm getting pulled off. I'm getting pulled off stage. Yeah. They're getting giving the old Yankaroonie. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, 
uh, asked if the uh, sorry asked by the user if officers explained the dangers of the attempt of the woman to the woman. What? Asked by a user if the officers this is to their Twitter post. If the yeah. officers explain the dangers of the attempt to the woman, got it. Okay. Police yeah, replied. But I don't get the user in this. Asked by a user. Yeah, they're talking about the post they put on Twitter about it. So that's oh, why, that's gotcha, why I was okay. confused because we picked up where we left off and, and we'd forgotten about the post previous. Anyway, it says every chance uh, they worked it out before we uh, spoke to them about it. Some 259 people worldwide died while taking selfies between 2011 and 2017. So selfie deaths in the 250, 259, 260 range here. Jeez. Wow. Maybe those aren't worth it. I'm no. Thinking. Between 2011 and 2017, 259 people worldwide died while taking selfies. It's not a significant number with nearly 8 billion people. No, of course. It's, but it's... That's stupid. That's 300... It's oh, a completely almost, unnecessary. Like, it's not even like a, oh, yeah, you know, they were killed by a rare form of uh, uh, worm in apple disease or something <laughs> like that, right? It's like, no, they were doing something dumb and they died while they were doing something dumb. Yeah. They, it's called hang out of their car window with their but Apple look at iPhone all the likes disease. I got. <laughs> so, so, so do you still have the uh, take a selfie uh, clip? Probably. Hold on. Come on now. I probably do because you know when you need it, you have it. Hold on. Uh, selfie. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, we're talking. <laughs> I like when you do it. Hold on. Take a selfie. Here's you doing it. Take a selfie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's you doing it, and then there's the real lady doing it. Right here. First, let me take a selfie. Let me take. Is that the is that the chain smokers? Oh, I don't know. Is that a band? I think it's. <laughs> yes, it's a band. Okay. And it's a band you know better by a song that they did with Halsey called uh, "Closer." I don't know. Halsey. Halsey. I don't know, I don't know what that is. I like Halsey. <laughs> I've never heard um, of, of Halsey either. Where, uh, where have I been? Let's see. It is by official music video, and then it cuts off the dot 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 YouTube. Oh, uh, the Chainsmokers, indeed, the Chainsmokers. Okay, yeah. just the Chainsmokers. Just the Chainsmokers. No Halsey okay. in uh, in that one. All right. Well, you never know. Yeah. Anyway, the bottom, bottom is don't do it. And, uh, <laughs> don't be dumb. Come yeah. on, stop it. Yeah. Uh, researchers, do smart things. Don't do dumb things. Researchers found that most selfie deaths occurred in India. By the way. Uh, this is interesting. Followed by Russia, then the U.S., then Pakistan. Um, most of the victims were men, 72%, and under the age of 30. Wow, okay. So if you're under the age of 30 and you're a man, you are at particular risk of dying and doing a selfie. So you're don't do that. higher risk of selfie death. <laughs> yeah. So maybe don't do those is what I'm saying. Amazing that, uh, number one, I would have thought U.S. would have been higher, like number one. Yeah. And number two, I would have thought, sorry, I would have thought that younger women would have been I, I have uh, a total stereotype in my head that it's all all 22 year old women <laughs> it's tiktok teens Come yeah on. that is that this that air or that thing where they're all trying to get just the right shot and they're doing it off the edge of a cliff and then whoops you slept yeah. and yeah for some reason that's exactly. that's how i have it in my head uh speaking <laughs> of india holy crap yeah right yeah india let's talk more about it <laughs> A man, this is the worst gender reveal I've ever heard. We've heard a lot of bad ones. Oh, jeez. We've heard some bad ones, like the thing in California starting the giant fire and all of that. Well, how about this one? A man is said to have opened up his wife's stomach to see the baby's gender. It's a man in India, allegedly ripped open his heavily pregnant wife because he wanted to find out if she was expecting a boy or a girl. This man was identified as, we may as well just change his name to crazy, but 
Panalalal, uh, is accused of slicing open his 35-year-old wife's stomach with a sharp object in Boudin, Boudouin, Dan, Boudouin. Uh-huh. I think I was even close. Boudouin. 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 In the northern... Actually, probably it's just Boudouin. It's probably just Boudouin. Yeah. Put your boot on. Um, Put your boot on. Get your boot on. Who did Get Your Freak On? Who's that band? Is that Salt and Pepper? Get Your Freak On. That's, uh, no, Get Your Freak On is uh, oh, it's Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. I like Missy Elliott. Missy, a misdemeanor Elliott. I like her. She's cool. Of all the she, rapper ladies, she's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Especially of her era, you know? like it was, the, the widest conversation <laughs> between Salt and Pepper and uh 50 cents yeah, and 50 cents. Uh, missy the misdemeanor elliot yeah she was great though she, she always wore great. it would look like a big shiny plastic bag in her video yeah i like her i like her song where she talks backwards some days that's pretty cool that's a dead on impersonation by the way <laughs> All the rapper women she's my favorite <laughs> um anyway let's see uh let's see prava singh kachan a senior police official told the network uh, that the pregnant woman was seriously injured in the attack uh the man is now in custody he said the reason for the attack is still under investigation she's okay though and the baby is too uh, the woman said the man's uh, is a his father of five children or five daughters and desperately wanted a son so bad that he did this to see if he's having a boy. Uh, the woman remains in a hospital in serious condition. Uh, see, police said he, uh, she is around six or seven months pregnant. Jeez Louise. God, this is horrendous. It is horrendous. Um, a study of female infanticide, in, in, infanticide rather, by the Asian Center of Human Rights, a Delhi-based NGO, found that India has one of the highest female uh, feticide rates in the, in the world. Basically, they all want, they all want boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex selective abortions are a widespread problem in India where sons are preferred to daughters kind of a thing you used is to hear he, about uh, is he aware that you know uh, let's say it was a son uh, by doing this he maybe seriously could have endangered the life of his son that he wanted so desperately I feel like he's just not thinking straight you know yeah. I feel yeah. like this is a guy who could use some therapy I think so like that song yeah. says that boar needs therapy <laughs> yeah all right, well, let's now do a slightly less sad story. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's a little more like, hey, let's celebrate the life of here. This is uh, this is funny because I don't know about this meme, oddly enough. I'm oh, you've never heard of the long cat meme? We're talking. Yeah, the no. long cat meme. Okay, so the cat behind the famous long cat meme, uh-huh. uh, which I figured everybody had heard of, I'm a little surprised, uh, had died. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was Grumpy Cat was an easy one to know, right? Um, yeah, another? Grumpy Cat and Keyboard Cat I'm familiar with. and uh, Just not Long Cat. Oh, that's just a long cat. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's just, that's his whole thing is he's just okay. long. I mean, he's you know no, it's funny he, because I think I saw I think I saw videos where Long Cat was superimposed and kind of dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's about. Uh, I think that's the, your exposure right there to Long Cat. I think that's yeah. I just didn't know he was referred to as Long Cat, but boy, that's an appropriate. Uh, yeah, because they do a lot of stuff like somebody took the Windows XP background and put a bunch of Long Cats on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's just a weird, uh, a weird thing that took off. Well, in a if weird you hold way. your cat like that, of course they're going to stretch out. Yeah, that's what I say. Every cat does yeah. that, right? Yeah. Yeah, they exactly. all do it. Well, the cat will never get back into their original shape. It's like a slinky. <laughs> or like, what were those? Uh, uh, they were only they worked really well when it was warm outside. Oh, Stretch Armstrong. Oh, do you yeah, remember that? Yeah. 
And the thing with mm-hmm. Stretch Armstrong was if it was cold, and it was winter or cold, they were impossible to move. And in fact, if you did it too fast, you'd break them. So yeah. they just like snap yes. off like a silly putty or something. So the warmer it was, the more stretchy Stretch Armstrong was. And you Makes could sense. pull them for a mile, that thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we always want to know what was inside of those. I don't think we ever cut one open, but. Oh, really? It's I'm sure it's those little tiny beads, right? Like, uh, oh, now I got to know. That, you know, I saw some at, um, where was I? Uh, Cost Plus, they had a Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> Oh, of is, all places, really, they're they're big right now into the uh, desk toys. People are working from home, so they need desk toys, and so they had like a little miniature light bright mm-hmm. and a little miniature uh, um, Stretch Armstrong and stuff like that. But there is a new Stretch Armstrong. I can get a Stretch Armstrong in 2020. You're telling me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You sure can. Oh my gosh, For sure. that's crazy. All right, here's Iocal says it's full of a corn syrup mixture. I'm sure that. Somebody has cut one of these open recently to show what's there. Well, it is there are corn syrup. Multi- multiple uh, YouTube videos of them cutting one open. Yeah, let's see. I'm gonna oh, there's see. oh, jeez. I want to get to the point where they actually cut. Kind of uh, this. Uh, oh yeah. Is it yeah. is it irony that we're talking about this right after that <laughs> India story? I don't know. Now that you say it, like what we didn't mean to go this direction, but it's you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's cutting him open. We're going to see here. What do we got? What's inside there? Yeah, it's like corn syrup. Ugh. Well, I'm glad Ugh. I never opened one of those. Also, you're going yeah. too close to his crotch. Don't do that. Okay, there Yeah. Is. Yeah, some kind of jelly-ish looking, uh, and it looks sticky. Oh, man, I'm glad I never did that. Yeah. All right. All right. Don't do the wiener is all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't do the wiener. Don't do the wiener. Um. Uh, anyway, this cat, long cat, he died. He was 18 years old. Aww. That's a long time to live for a kitty. Uh, 18. Uh, today, netizens from around the world are coming together to mourn the loss of a beloved animal. It feels as though the internet has always had long cat to move on, or to love on, rather. But the cute kitty only surfaced within the last 20 years. <laughs> uh, now, the new report has confirmed Shiroi. Shiroi? Shiroi, yeah. Shiroi has passed Shiroy. away at the age of 18. Uh, the news comes from Chris Chang, a Hong Kong journalist who had penned pieces in the Washington Post and beyond. The writer was informed of the cat, who is also known as Nobiko, and their recent passing. Now, fans around the world are left mourning, while the kitty's infectious nature and long torso, uh, an extra long torso. Ooh, they're cutting his arms off now. Sorry, this video's still going. <laughs> no, they're not. They really are. Oh, 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 the, I thought you meant the, uh, the cat. No, they're, they're not cutting the cat. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're cutting the cat up, Brian. What have we done? <laughs> still, I mean, we were, you had just finished a sentence about the cat. <laughs> I know. No, I don't blame you at all. But uh, Stretch Armstrong's getting. Well, a cat this good, you can't eat all at once. <laughs> Stretch Armstrong's getting the business over here. Wow. Wow, this is just horrendous. It looks like it may not be that sticky, though. Well, I can't tell. That guy's hands are pretty sticky. Oh, it might not be sticky. I mean, it just might be, you know, like a like a gel. Like, um... oh, It looks pretty sticky. I think he's. Oh, yeah. Does it? It's, this looks like the consistency of. Um, oh, what am I thinking of? Is a certain kind of. Smucker's glue. jelly. Maybe? A little thicker than that, maybe? Okay. Oh, they cut them right down the middle. See, I was thinking like a gel mouse pad. Like, oh. or like a gel, not a mouse pad, but a uh, wrist rest. Right. That's possible. It's the same stuff. Like one, of these, one of these guys right here. Oh, yeah. Look at that. 
because I have to demonstrate what a wrist rest <laughs> is. Uh, I think I good. get. Do we need eye bleach or, or brain bleach? I can grab the cat. I think she's right over there. And I can, we can we haven't had her on the show in a while. Hold on one sec. Yeah, we'll show a living cat. This is great. I always need to be reminded when cats are still alive. Like my daughters, who hates my guts. Deckard Kane, the cat. Looks at me with his evil eyes. His plans are nefarious and never on the level. Always out to Yay, get me. Oh, hello. there she is. Look, it's everyone's favorite space hooker cat, Anaria. With her head getting rubbed. See? Cats are fine. Cats okay. are fine. We got our own meme we Very can do. Cat. Stretch her out, Ryan. <laughs> see how long she is? Yeah, let's see how long, how long she is. Go. I want to see how long she can be. Do you want to go? Do you want to see how long you can be? Yeah. All right. See how long you can be. <laughs> oh my gosh, long cat. She lives. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right. On that note, uh, kitty note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it'll be time for jury. We're going to find out how this uh, Supreme Court nomination getting rammed through, uh, will what that means for the election. Uh, if anything at all, I don't know. That's why we're going to ask. Doom is what it means. Doom. It might mean doom. It might not mean doom. I don't know. But we're going to find out after this break. Uh, so please stick around. Before that, though, a song selection from the vast library of Brian Ibbett. That's right. So yesterday we had Campsite Dream. Today uh, we have Home Camp. I don't know why I've got a little camping theme going on this week, but completely uh, coincidental. Clamcidental. Campcidental. Campcidental. This is a UK. I was trying to do a funny portmanteau and I blew the funny portmanteau into a bad portmanteau. Uh, this is UK duo. Uh, Adam Binder of Dearest. Uh, one of the one of the two. Some very cool wall of sound stuff here. And a song that, um, as I was making my notes for this earlier, kind of sounded to me like if John Hughes was making a teen movie today this would be one of the songs you'd hear in it. Mm. Um, this is uh, Home Camp. Um, here we go. Will Jones and Adam Binder. They have a brand new album coming out. Uh, Did We Return as Something Else? Comes out November 13th, courtesy of Wiretap Records. This is the first single. It's called Thoughts of You. Here is Home Camp.
let's talk about Pitney Bowes, our good pals at Pitney Bowes. Been with us for a long time. Really like these guys with Pitney Bowes and SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. You can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels even when you're working remotely. There's a lot of that going on right now. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll have access to discounts up to 40%. That's off of USPS priority mail and now up to 62% off UPS daily rates. Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. Print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy holy heck, 62% off UPS second-day air services. That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival, and save five cents on every first-class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of SimPro online from Pitney Bowes. It is with optimism that I address you today. Though these are challenging times. Stand back, Tila. We're going into the white hole. The morning stream. There's nothing wrong with the food. Man, that's two days in a row where you've played cool middle music that I just need to get more of. I really like it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, once again, that's Home Camp. A uh, brand new single is called Thoughts of You, and uh, their upcoming album is called Did We Return as Something Else? Go on to Spotify and pre-save it so that as soon as it comes out, you can hear the whole damn thing. Yeah. Very nice. Good uh, stuff. By- Wall of Sound Stuff. My Morning Jacket. Great comparison by Dice Tomato on that one. I love. I, I think I, I'm a sucker for that without even knowing that I like that. Mm-hmm. Like the sure. the concept of wall of sound is turns out is the thing I end up liking more than I don't. Yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna get Justin involved. <laughs> in this. <laughs> okay, he's gonna get involved with the show today, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that uh, turns out for everybody involved. Which includes us. So let's do that now. <laughs> These are their stories. No, no, diddly, diddly. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Joining us from just west of here in the beautiful city of Oakland, California. Joining us today, Justin Robert Young of the PX3 Podcast and so much more. Justin, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, he's muted. Oh, we don't hear you. That's all right. Let's not make fun of him. No. Nope. You know, nope. we know that this these these things happen. They Let's, happen uh, to the best of us. How about now? Oh, How about there we now? Go. now we, we don't have good. to be. We don't have to be. Are we good? Yeah. Hello? Happy. You sound yes. great now. You're good. <laughs> here we, here, here you just up. fine. <laughs> All right. You sound great. Go. No worries. Hey, uh, it's good to have you back. How the heck are you? Oh, man. You know, uh, uh, pretty good. No? Pretty good. Life is okay. Yeah, it's considering, right? There's always that, that thing to add to the end. Life's all right, considering. You have to add that. <laughs> all things considered, yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, I've never been one of a... I've never been a, a, a 
maybe I've been a wallower, but but not not really a complainer. So yeah. you know, what are you what are you gonna do? But also, it's like considering uh, you know we couldn't leave our house because of a death cloud, and now that's not around anymore mm. uh, for now. Um, you know, that's pretty good. Now mm. we just have the existential plague. Yeah, you have the death cloud you can't see. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, so there's that. And then, of course, everybody's panicked and freaked out. And, and you know, but uh, but all I uh, all I can do is just uh, try to maintain. Yeah. You just keep moving down the road. Here's my here's here's the granddaddy of questions today. Uh, sure. The, the the big change in the political climate in the last couple of weeks was the. Uh, I shouldn't say untimely because she was she had battled cancer forever and and, and also you shouldn't say weeks it was days ago oh, it feels like <laughs> it weeks. might it, might, it yeah. might feel like it was last month but it was Friday it oh was, my gosh. it was less than it was like yeah. four days ago yeah we're not even it feels like it feels like two weeks everything feels like uh, well I mean we're in time soup man yeah. come on time, time soup. soup welcome to time soup everybody anyway uh, uh, RBG died. Yes. Uh, she passed away uh, at the age of 87, I think it was, and uh, had battled. Was uh, she in her 90s? I think she might have been in her 90s. I think she was still shy, but maybe not. I can't remember. But but she's, you know, a uh, long time uh, sitting on the court, uh, beloved by many, not so much by some. <laughs> uh, passed away. She died. And so immediately the big thing was, oh, wow, are, they, uh, are Republicans going to uh, ram a nomination through uh, or will they stick to their 2016 line at the time, which was the Merrick Garland well, thing? And you're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna let anybody let anybody in before the presidential election that November. And fortunately, we didn't have to wait too long to get the answer to that question. Oh yeah, we didn't have to wait hardly any time at all. Well, I mean, because also that wasn't really the question. No, right. no, right. Like the 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 well, all right. You, you let me know How where you want to start. Are they you let try me know. And <laughs> you let me, yeah. You let me. You let me know where where in this process you want to start. Well, here's where I want to go because where I don't want to go is. And by the way, she was 87, not 90. So so my uh, my my apologies. She it's all right. She was pretty t- pretty tough for an old lady. Is the main thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, uh, where I want to go with it is, what does this actually does this move? We ask this a lot on the show, but does this move the needle? In any direction for anybody, election-wise. Uh, oh wow, we want to go right there. We well, don't because, even want to talk about the process of of, well, of the well, Supreme here's, Court. Here's the reason why: because there's not much to say there, except I'm not surprised. Of course, they're going to try to do it. And the truth is, if everything was flipped and this was, uh, and the Senate was controlled by Democrats right now, and they were trying to push a democratically appointed judge through, they would also do it. I'm not naive enough to know that that's not true. Of course they will. And that's why it didn't happen in 2016. Yeah, of course, because they didn't control the Senate. They couldn't do it. They didn't have the votes. So so you can, you know, it, it's easy to focus on stuff like Lindsey Graham sitting there talking big talk about how you can hold me to it. Oh, can- it's very funny. It's very funny that everybody had to... Nobody came out clean on this one because no. nobody's takes from 2016 survived. No, right. Like, Both sides. Had, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, you had everybody and everybody loves retweeting and posting the clips of what happened then. And it's like, you know, for every Lindsey Graham saying like, well, you can hold me to this. Like, you know, I, uh, I, I definitely uh, uh, will not do it because I think it would be the wrong thing to do, which according to some rumors, wouldn't be the first time that Lindsey Graham has maneuvered himself out of a tight spot he wasn't supposed to be in. But, uh... Shocking. You know, for every one of those, for every one of those, 
there is a Chuck Schumer saying, do your job, fill the seat. And Barack Obama saying, like, there's no reason why the court should go on without nine justices. Um, yeah. If you have the power, you do it. Yeah. That's that's kind of what it that's is. That's kind of my take as well. So I'm not so interested in all of that. Um, I, I got bombarded this morning with people who know that I have supported Romney in the past with This is messages. what all I wanted to talk about. Oh, good. Well, we can talk about this. We can talk about this. This is all I wanted because, no, it's not that you've supported Romney in the past because you've had a <laughs> roller coaster relationship with Mitt Romney over the past few years. Yeah. And the last time we loved it, you were on the high end yeah. with Romney. You were like, that's it. That's the Romney I know. Yeah. The Romney who's doing it. The Romney who's sticking to his principles. I love Romney now. And this is like... There is, you know, they they say in wrestling, the heel and face turn. Mm. Romney has been your favorite wrestler who has heel and face turn <laughs> uh, uh, so many times over the past four years. Uh, uh, where are you now on Mint? Uh, I don't, honestly, it hasn't really changed too much about where I was a week ago. I mean, I'm not. So, so this is my, here's where I'm at. And this may be broader than just Mittens Romney, okay? Yeah, yeah. They're just all full of shit. And so I'm finally, finally coming to the to terms with how full of shit all politicians are and that when power is in your hands, you behave and say differently than when it isn't. And I have spent most of my life naively thinking otherwise. And hoping otherwise, and knowing that there were always going to be examples of people being shitty, but there was always always going to be the the more part would come through, and there would be more honesty across the board, and there just isn't, and so I have to come to this. I have to come to grips with it on a very personal level that everybody's in it for whatever they're in it for, and this concept that they truly represent the people that they are elected by and will be straight shooters their entire career i've been i'm just wrong about that right like i will gladly embrace this new reality for myself not saying everybody needs to adhere to this or take my medicine but i'm telling you at this stage it's just whatever like they're all just whatever in the wind i told kim the other day i said look no matter what happens in november regardless of how we feel or don't feel or any of that the thing we need to be prepared for is uh, Trump being in a, uh, for another four years. I'm not saying he will, but if he but if he is, we need to be prepared for that mentally. So what does that mean? That means I need to stop being so naive about this stuff, and I need to quit being Pollyannish about. Well, I really think maybe perhaps it'll be Mitt Romney who will rise to the occasion because sometimes he's been defiant and stands on his own principle. Like okay, but then there are times where he doesn't. So I don't know. I've given up. <laughs> I've kind of given up, Justin. I care now well, mostly about the people immediately around me, the people I work with, the people in our community. Beyond that, everybody's just billowing shit out of themselves. And it's all for whatever reasons and motivations they have. None of them are for the good of me or you or anybody else. That's where I'm at. It's a very defeatist attitude, I know. But I have. I don't think so. No, I I think I think you might be getting there from a defeatist motivation right now. But uh, I think that there is more to it. Uh, Number one, I'll say I've never felt closer to you. Number two, (laughs) uh, 
I I think that where the next step beyond this is realizing that politicians don't represent people. They are scared by the people. Like the only time that a, that a politician moves is because they are scared. If they, if senators could go to Washington and just eat dinner, <laughs> they would. Yeah. Like their natural state is just kind of hanging out and eating dinners. Like they love dinners, these guys and gals. <laughs> like they, they love it. So when they are moving, it's because they are scared. The question then becomes, are they scared for the things that you care about? Or are they scared about other people and their motivations? So when we get into this position where we believe that that politicians are just the best of us, and that's why they are sent into uh, these leadership positions because they will react with uh, a dignity and honor when the when the uh, pressure is the highest. I think it is us gaslighting ourselves, and that's why we wind up having these kinds of reactions to things. Yeah. I, I honestly think that the the and I'm shocked how fast this is going. I thought that this would be more of a thing, but it seems like the Democrats are just punning on this, like. Biden didn't even mention the Supreme Court seat in his speech yesterday. So it it feels like the Democrats are just kind of going to fold their tent and maybe they'll attack whoever the nominee is. They'll wait to the nominee and then see if they can uh, raise a big stink like they did with Kavanaugh. But, but there's uh, nothing else they can do, right? I mean, they don't hold the majority in the Senate. There's, there's you know, they can complain, but that's pretty much all. I mean, all, all they, they got was do. what, Murkowski and... Uh, uh, Murkowski and Collins, Collins both yeah. said that they did not support holding a vote until, and even then, they didn't say that they didn't support doing it in the lame duck season. They yeah. just said, you know, uh, that, well, we don't support doing it if Biden wins during the lame duck thing. We don't support doing it before election day, but we, we support it. I don't know. It was weird, but yeah, I mean, number one, the Democrats really don't have a ton of ammunition, um, and also the Republicans saw that their poll numbers improved when uh, things got really ugly with Kavanaugh. Yeah. So, uh, you know that that is that is what it is. As for Romney, I kind of always thought that he would support this, mostly because for all of the 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 Trump blowback, like Mitt Romney is a devoutly religious man and uh, pro-life sentiment is important to those that are religious. Like, like, if you are a professional Republican politician, it means that you have either obliquely or directly, usually directly, supported and been supported by pro-life causes. If you have, like, this is the one moment. This is the moment that you've always campaigned on. If you don't make a move now, like then then you've literally just said to your supporters, I've lied to you this entire time. Yeah. No, I get that. And that's why I guess I'm not surprised either for the same reasons. And I'm not I haven't like my I'm now at a weird uh it wasn't because of Romney. I'm just at a weird neutrals position now where I just don't give a shit. <laughs> Like yeah, I, fourth, that sounds the that fourth sounds, of the twelve steps. Yeah, it sounds yeah, ba- yeah, kind of in <laughs> a weird way. Like I've kind <laughs> right. of accepted things for 
what they are. And some are going to say, Scott, don't do that. Don't, don't, you know, you don't stop now. Don't Well, stop what? Like, that's, I'm not talking about something where I'm actively out there fundraising for an important cause or something. I'm talking about me and how I feel every day. Yeah. I am done. And that's, yeah. Done with it. Go. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to feel this way anymore. And I'm, what I'm letting, I'm letting, I'm letting, um, outside aspects to the world affect me in a way that I cannot change and affect. I, I don't have the option to change any of it. So, so I've had to just have a real coming to, you know, Jesus moment here where I had to go, all right, well, what if, what if I take that energy and just focus inward, focus on where I have some, some, you know, focus on the people I know I, I can trust. There are plenty of people in this world I trust and, and, and care about and love and all that. That's where my focus should be. It should be cultivating those relationships and not this other thing where I'm like, but you said that you'd stand for. Well, no, they don't care. Like politics sucks. Well, politics and also, really I, sucks. I think, like, I I honestly think that there is a problem with internal gaslighting. Oh, hundred percent. Some of these parties. Yeah, hundred percent. That it's like. Hmm. The idea that you are selling this narrative of like, if only we yell loud enough that Mitch McConnell's being a hypocrite, something will change. And it's like, <laughs> no, they're funneling a bunch of money into a bunch of Senate races that they're not going to win. Anybody, I, I, I would say as dear listeners to the morning stream, if you have in any way valued my sense of how these races are going to go if you are donating to amy mcgrath in kentucky please consider buying a hamburger instead because <laughs> at the very least the the poop that will come out of your butt from the uh, enjoyment of that hamburger will be more than spending money on a blood red seat that Mitch McConnell was already leading by 10 points before he flipped Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat in 48 hours. What would be um, really what would be really nice uh th- th- this is one thing I would say the Ginsburg thing with the uh that happened reminded me or made me think of was man imagine if we would have had that level of energy excitement and turnover power for like a national testing program or something during the last six months of this stupid pandemic that we could have done to better handle it or have it happen better. That's like, you can see they, they have the energy for it because they're doing this thing in rapid fire. I mean, most of these confirmations take a hundred to two, you know, 400 days of like choosing and then picking and then hearings and then discussion and then all the way down the line. They're going to try to do this in 40 something days. And uh, less, depending on when Donald Trump throws out the nominee, which he said could be as late as Friday or Saturday, because I guess they want to avoid the circus while Ruth Bader Ginsburg is lying in state at the Capitol. But yeah, and and to be fair, the vast majority of that time normally are senators taking their time and scheduling out exactly when they want the you know to meet the nominees and stuff like that. Um. You know, if if the party that had the votes wanted to make sure that they were doing it, it's not unreasonable to have all the meetings you would have uh, within that time. It's just not the 
a, a lazy river-esque pace that the Senate usually moves in. Sure. So knowing all of that, <clears throat> I'm just, uh, I don't know, I'm just kind of like, whatever. Like, the, 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 the lady that they're talking about putting in there, I forgot her name. She has three names. Uh, well, yes. there's two of them. There's Amy Coney Barrett, and That's then there is Barbara Lagoa. It looks like uh, Coney Barrett is the front runner now. She was the backstop to dare the Democrats to spike Kavanaugh during his confirmation uh, because she is uh, a devout Catholic. Had said that she would like recuse herself from certain cases if it if it conflicted with her catholicism and is somebody that uh according to uh, i believe it was murkowski during the 2016 or the 2018 confirmation uh murkowski said she would not support amy coney barrett the other one is barbara lagoa who had a real big push from the florida contingent because she is a cuban-american from hialeah who uh, is uh, just got confirmed federally bipartisan, mm. like eighty-four to seventeen or something like that? Yeah. Um, which I think might be more votes than I think exist, but uh, still <laughs> is is somebody that like you could hit back and say, "Hey, you guys already, uh, you guys already bipartisanly approved of her, so she can't be the worst thing ever." That being said, it it seems like uh, at least for now, based on rumor mongering on Twitter, that it does seem like it's Amy Coney Barrett. Okay, and and so the other thing I've been bugged about over the last week is there are people who who have said that the entire that the entire American system is now hanging by a tiny thread, implying that all of it hung on one. 87 year old multiple cancer sufferer and that's all that was holding it together we have to stop doing that too <laughs> like this this strange idea this concept that all of it depended on this one lady making it through is weird it's weird Scott. pressure on her and everybody else now i'm not saying who is who she- is this beautiful man that hosts this show now. I, I I don't know what happened to you, but what I'm, I'm saying this like, is, I'm just telling you, like it's a half chub and it's a respectful one. Like there's nothing erotic about it. Like it's just it's just like you know it's like it's like a fist pump between my legs. Like I, I don't I don't know what's happening, but this is a very exciting episode of the show. All, all I'm saying is I've had a moment. I did. I had a turning point, and it was um it was a hard one. It was a hard turning point of like. That's what I just experienced. <laughs> I just I had on. a hard turning point. And it's been a weird, I mean, it's been a weird bunch of months for a lot of people. So there's a lot of factors at play here. But one of them is just, yeah, I'm muting it all. I, I just can't do it. You're numb to it. I just, I, yeah. I mean, it's not even numbness. It's like, oh, I don't know what the word is. I just have had it. So, so yeah. So, so. My goal, my my attempt, uh, like I said, a lot more inward focus and around people around me. My other focus is like this segment uh, will obviously continue, but it will be about the math of it all. You know, like not the math, but the 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 machinations of back and forth and what's happening and what mm-hmm. what are the strategies. Like we're going to look at this like like if we're sportscasters, kind of. That's how I'm going to look at. Well, it. Like, I, mean, I don't want to speak for other people, it, but I, there's there's this idea that looking at things realistically is cynical. That if we don't ascribe 
the uh, partisan motivation to understanding things that we are doing less than uh, because there is so much a lot of this is a maturation of people kind of coming of age politically during the era of Trump. You know, uh, uh, you know, I like I've said on other stuff, I'm used to people not giving a rat's ass about what I have to say about politics, except for like six months, once every four years. Yeah, like that has not happened over the last four years. Over the last four years, the vast majority of the conversations that I have had in my personal life and on this show have been some rinse and repeat version of, but now, right? Yeah. Like from 2015 to now, it has always been, whether it was grabbed by the uh, whatever or uh, uh, the rogue forestry division or nevertheless she persisted or uh, Kazir Khan or... A Beto O'Rourke or anything, right? Kavanaugh. It was always, but now, now everybody realizes that this is a bad dream. Now everybody realizes that this is ridiculous. And that's obviously a partisan way of looking at it. And I don't think that it put anybody in a good position to understand exactly what the challenge was in front of them. And everything that I have tried to do on PX3 and on this segment is to do nothing but give uh, a rational perspective of where I see the race. And part of that, unfortunately, meant deflating some what I think to be overactive narrative and uh, a partisan kind of sheen to things that I don't think is inherently unhelpful. Uh, obviously, if you want to get people into a booth and, and have them press your button, there's a portion of that that's uh, uh, needed, but I don't know if it always gives you the best landscape. And uh, I think that that's the problem is that you can only go through four years and we've had a very eventful four years of, uh, uh, but now, right. But now when it never happens before you're like, well, then am I the idiot? Am I just sitting here getting the football pulled out uh, again? And then just saying, nope, this time. This time it'll be different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, it's kind of where I'm at. It's funny you said uh, political maturation process. And, uh, you know, I spent most of my life, my voting life, um, and a lot of people are always surprised to hear, I tend to be so centrist on so many things, but I tend to vote uh, Republican in the past. Uh, not always, but yeah. a lot of times. So I really like Bob Dole. But I also like John Kerry a lot. But then I liked Obama the first time around. And I voted Romney the next time. So I'm kind of all over the place. And it was a much simpler affair for me mentally then. And so obviously, you know, the Trump administration has something to do with the way I think about politics now, obviously. Um, yeah. Because up till now, I just had to go to the polls and vote for what I thought was best. But honestly, the stakes were pretty low. I didn't ever feel this feeling of like, I've got to make the proper decision today because I'm, I'm, I'm. it was usually just, no, I kind of like him. He seems like a cool dude. And, you know, I, I, I like the cut of his jib, you know, or whatever. And I would vote kind of in that way. And in the last four years, it's just become, it's just different because all the norms are moved away. Right. So all my comfortable norms that would pad me are all just pushed off to the side because Trump don't do norms. And as a result, the norms are shattered and weird. 
and things can get painful and lame. And and I and I can't stand him. That's still true. But yeah. But it's uh, I have I, I I have to pull back from this precipice of everything I read infiltrates me in a way that is just not he- it's just not healthy. It's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And I've got no. I've got to back it's up a, because yeah, I, I may feel altruistic about it. I'll feel altruistic about it. I'll feel like what I'm, you know, that it's important or whatever. And it is important to have public voices or whatever, whatever. But um, I'm I'm doing it to the detriment of my my own mental health, my own perception of <laughs> what life should be. Like I want to I want to just pull back from that. And so so yeah, that's what this is. Uh, well, whatever this is, that's what this is. To me, not hyperventilating about things does not make your part in this process any less different. Like, you're still going to vote. Your vote's still going to count. Uh, you're still going to have a platform. You're still going to have your values that you're going to be able to uh, uh, move forward. The fact that you're not swinging from every little narrative branch that that uh, is kind of offered I think makes you a more credible witness it makes you a more credible voice it makes you a more passionate advocate for the things that do matter uh, there I think there is a fallacy to the idea that there's only one way to eat a Reese's on this and that is to yell as loud as possible at every moment I don't think that that's the best way to do it. I don't think it's a sustainable way to do it. I legitimately wonder where we're going to go in terms of our political climate because I can't, um, I can't imagine it getting more intense um, than it is now. But then again, I, I don't know if we have a particularly robust or firm idea on exactly what is happening right now. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be an interesting 40, what, 42 days now? Is that what we got? Something like that. Uh, like that. Yeah, because yeah. it was 49 a week ago. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that sounds right. By my math, 42. Yeah. Yeah, 42. Well, 42, the answer to everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just going to be, you know, I don't know. Maybe this is the perfect time for me to, to, to you know, try to make some of these mental uh, gymnastics for myself because. It's just going to get real weird, man. It's going to get weird, and I and I don't think I'm up for... I mean, I, I I could not have seen the last week coming. Obviously, it's like, you know, the idea that uh, we had a once-in-a-lifetime situation where Anthony and Scalia died unexpectedly before, uh, before an, an election, and then movie-style, we have the sequel version where the same thing happens, but more intense and with bigger stakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh like that's crazy because I mean I guess yeah I mean Scalia was an opportunity to flip the court by one seat on on the Democratic side because Hillary was expected to win. Now Biden is expected to win, but still this is going to happen beforehand. I, I didn't expect that the, the Democrats to not uh fight on it harder. And and the question then becomes from the Democratic side uh, do they push is their push for the Senate we're going to add seats to the Supreme Court we're going to add D.C. and Puerto Rico which would almost assuredly be four Democratic seats to the Senate uh, uh, do they do do they make them states like that's that's the big question that's right. that's where we're going from here because 
it doesn't look like the Democrats are going to put up much of a fight unless they really, I mean, go hard on Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, and maybe they're maybe they're looking at this like, all right, well, in general, it's great to have another woman on the court. Also, we know enough about her record to feel okay about it, and so the fight isn't going to really do much. And if they were, you know, if they, if they announced. Alex Jones is the new. We're going to nominate Alex Jones to be part of the thing, and he gets up and goes, "I like to eat," and then they vote him in. <laughs> well, then obviously they're going to have a problem, right? And they'll filibuster and do all those things. I mean, maybe like their is- Amy Coney Barrett was like made in a lab for them to be very upset about. <laughs> yeah. Like she is, yeah. she is somebody that uh, uh, you know is is even probably unlike Gorsuch and Kavanaugh in that. You know, because even like Barbara Lagoa has the like perfunctory, I believe Rover's way to settled law statement yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett, based on the the perfunctory research that I've done, does not. Yeah. Like, uh, and that nothing moves, in my opinion, uh, Democratic passion like Roe versus Wade. Yeah, it's a good point. Man, that thing is whatever. It is what it is. So, all right. Uh, any other thoughts, feelings, anything? Anything <laughs> going on? But aside from that, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like maybe you know, I mean, I, I should... yeah. other than that, how was the play? Mrs. Yeah, Lincoln? I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Other, other than all that, did RBG get a good workout in? Yeah, yeah uh... no kidding. She lift weights or whatever. No, like if you're so so hurtling into this phase, how, uh, what are your plans? Because obviously, for somebody like you, where this is what you're doing pretty much full time now, like it just yeah. seems like a big chalkboard you have to cover. And I'm I'm curious what your what what your plans are for the next 42 days. Like how you well, this. you know, uh, uh, just just try to keep uh, as much of a pulse on this as possible. I I would like to get to a live event uh, uh, since the the debates i mean i guess that the, the debates are the next big thing uh next week live on the stream not only are we going to watch uh trump versus clinton two on monday but a week from today we'll be watching trump versus biden one live on the stream and uh that will be uh you know that'll be interesting it'll be very very curious obviously there's a lot of uh, attention put on that i would like to get out to a live event but uh, I, I don't think that that uh, that'll happen. We we do have some special plans uh, on on maybe doing some uh, some wall to wall coverage for like the final two weeks of the election. But uh, other than that, uh, you know, we'll just we'll just keep rocking and rolling. I do have one October surprise. Go, mm. uh, season two of Raise the Dead. Oh yeah, season. Ooh, yeah. Season two, Raise the Dead, is going to drop uh, the first week of October, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, the audio book will be available um, uh, a day and date. If not, it'll be a week late. I, I guarantee you, it'll be only a week late because I, I have I have my ducks in a row far more this season than I did last season. But uh, this is going to be all about the 1964 election. And uh, uh, Johnson versus Goldwater. Uh, I, I'm I'm very very proud of it. I think it's the best stuff I ever did. But it will launch on the first week of October, and hopefully uh, I'll be able to send you guys a trailer that we can uh, tag onto the back of a TMS. Itself. Oh heck yeah, we'll totally do that. I've got early access to it. I can tell you so far it's rad. Uh, it's going to be great. You're going to want this thing. 
Uh, I think it's actually, so far, I like it better even than season one, and I already really like season one. So uh, do watch for that. Check that uh, out. And, uh, of course, PX3 and anything else you want to mention? Before we go, uh, no, 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 yeah, just follow Raise the Dead. If you if you haven't followed Raise the Dead on on wherever uh, you find podcasts, then go ahead and do that. I am going to be putting up the trailer this week, so uh, you'll be able to find that there. But otherwise, um, me and my uh, half chub are going to take it on down the road. <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't become a full one. We'll see you later. All right, Brian, we're at that point of the show where. I'm going to wow. do some fan service, because that's what we do here. We and how help. does that go? How does that sound? It sounds like this. Fan service! Oh, I forgot to oh. play. The jury will now retire. Justin's out. Oh, yeah. All right. Fan service is for Craig. He's a little, hello, Scotty Potty and Crying Brian. I don't know what that means. Those were, I think those were names that we got uh, teased with when we were kids. Oh, did you get Crying Brian? I don't remember you I telling Crying me Brian. No, oh, I definitely Even I didn't had, cry. I uh, definitely you know, had it was potty. a very... Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough guy. I still get potty My brother will call me potty all the time. Well, I know. What I, that's actually what I have you in is my phone. So when you <laughs> text or call me, it says, Scott, message from Scotty Potty. Yeah, this is a toilet flush sound for your text sound. <laughs> it does now. <laughs> right. That's what I want. Uh, he says this. I've been listening to TMS and Film Sack in the instance for years. I've also been a stay-at-home dad for many years due to circumstances I won't bore you with. I am a very crafty person. I make pens. I almost read penis. I make pens. <laughs> I don't know why. My brain seriously almost said it. Wow. Uh, mechanical pencils, etc. Out of wood. Well, that's cool. That's really cool. A few years ago, I started cool. making things out of Lego bricks with my son. <clears throat> that turned into a crafting business as well. I make ornaments and small scenes out of Lego. I have an Etsy store, Facebook page, and an Instagram if you want to see that. Everything is under artsy s-a-h-d so a-r-t-s-y for artsy and then the letters s-a-h-d uh, which stands for artsy stay-at-home dad thanks for the nice. fan service craig hey raise your raise your hand if you're surprised that scott saw the word pens but thought it was penis everybody raised their hand just now all of them uh nobody raised their hands just now oh it was the opposite you were saying yeah, they were, okay, they gotcha. were surprised yeah nobody, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody raised your hands exactly uh, um, I don't know why that's that so word. Cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It sounds neat, right? Yeah, seems really cool. So go check that stuff out. If you have a fan service, uh, meaning something you work on that's cool, and you want us to shout it out during these weird COVID times, we're happy to do it. Just send them to themorningstream at gmail.com, which you can use for everything else as well. And you can visit us on the web, frogpants.com/tms. Support us at patreon.com/tms. It's all right there on the site. So if you got questions, we got answers. We're gonna go now. But we're going to do it with a musical number. <laughs> That's right. What a couple things, by the way, before we get to music. Uh, today, uh, Soundography, you got to listen to this, is going to be posted. So we have an episode uh, where Hammond and I were forced to listen to the Let Go album by Avril Lavigne, which we'd never heard all the way through. So we listened to that, and it, it, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, also, the results show for America's Next Stop Podcaster All-Stars Week will be posted today as well. So if you've been catching up on the All-Stars Week with uh, Bobby and Bridget and Rishi and the Jen, and of course all your favorites, Tom and Scott and uh, Jenny and Justin, yeah. uh, then go listen to that as well. Oh, Tom Merritt was a judge as well on that. He was a judge. We yep. flip-flopped Jury and Tom and made uh, Jury a coach and Tom a, uh, a judge and I think we're going to do more of that for season three like actually have uh, rotating like each of you guys will get to be a coach 
and um, oh, that's Tom a fun idea. Judge for a while. Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. That's cool. So very nice. All right, uh, let's get to the cover today. This one is a request, sort of a request from Paul Cavanaugh. It says, "Son Bones." After many decades together, my knee and I are going our separate ways. Uh, today was my replacement knee surgery, which was about a week ago. Uh, and 10 weeks of challenging physical therapy will follow. There are many painful days ahead, but if all goes well, I'll be walking and cycling pain-free this winter. Please play a cover that relates to all the things that await me after my recovery. Thanks, Paul. So, uh, Paul came and I talked to him since, and uh, he's recovering well. Um, he says it looks like a bratwurst, but the pain is becoming more manageable. So it looks <laughs> so like a bratwurst. Weird. What it is looks l- like a bratwurst? His knee does. Just, yeah, probably just puffy, like inflated, oh, like a bratwurst, like uh, gross skin stretched out and, and bruised looking. I only li- I only like that when it's a bratwurst. When it's a knee, not so much. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Take care of that. Thing. Um, but he's saying that in nine weeks he'll be allowed back on a bike, and I can't wait to see how he does. So, um. This one's going out to you, Paul. Now, I looked for a song about getting out and running and riding your bike. And then I thought about, oh, what about the Dada song, Disneyland? You know, I just crashed my car again. Now I'm going to Disneyland. Like, what are you going to do when you can finally uh, get out and do stuff? I'm going to Disneyland. Well, you can't. So I didn't I decided not that one. Yeah. But uh, Lady Gaga has it all summed up perfectly. What are you going to do when you're all healed up? Just Dance. Here's Honey Wagon with their cover from the 2013 album Gaga, (laughs) appropriately titled, with their cover of Just Dance. You break it down. 
like sick hypnotic, got my blueprint, it's symphonic, half psychotic, sick hypnotic, got my blueprint, electronic, half psychotic, sick hypnotic, got my blueprint, it's symphonic, half psychotic, sick hypnotic, got my blueprint, electronic. Go, use your muscle, carve it out, work it, hustle. I gotta just stay close enough to get it. Don't slow, drive it, clean it, lice out, bleed it, spin the last I gotta in your pocket. Go, This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You guys like a smoke? Oh, you like a smoke? <laughs>